Hello, and welcome to Calming the Chaos with Tracy Canella, licensed mental health counselor at Lokahi Counseling. This podcast provides tips, tools, and techniques to help people who are overwhelmed, stressed out, anxious, depressed, angry, or struggling with an addiction, eating disorder, or relationship problems. Through my personal stories, experiences, and training, my intention is to offer you new ways of coping with mental chaos and moving toward a calmer, more peaceful life. As you listen to this podcast, just know that although I am a licensed mental health counselor, this podcast is not a substitute for counseling or psychotherapy. And so if you're really struggling with something and you don't have a counselor, I strongly recommend that you find a licensed mental health counselor in your area to help you. You can do this by calling your local crisis line or by going to www.psychologytoday.com and doing a search for counselors in your area. That being said, now let the chaos begin. In this episode of Calming the Chaos, I'll continue to talk about the chaos that is happening in our world today, in March of 2020, because things change so quickly in our world today. If you'll recall, just last month in February, I did a Calming the Chaos podcast episode on world chaos that was strictly about the coronavirus. In that episode, I encouraged people to learn the difference between real chaos and perceived chaos. Since then, the coronavirus has spread to nearly every country in our world. And in Washington State, where I live, we have recorded the most deaths in the United States from the coronavirus. But aside from the coronavirus, in March, there have been several other contagions that are spreading across the world that have been labeled chaotic and are causing fear amongst the people in the world. The stock market fluctuations, and also the tornadoes in Tennessee. So here we have, in March of 2020, a health-related chaos, a market chaos, and a natural disaster tornado chaos. So in this episode, my intention is to, one, briefly review what chaos is, including the difference between real and perceived chaos. Two, Attempt to sort out what, within these three events, fits within the realm of real and perceived chaos. Three, give you a story about my own personal experience in this past month and where I'm at right now. And four, give you one tip that can help you cope with any real or perceived chaos you have around these three events. So what is chaos? The definition being... A. Complete disorder. B. Unpredictable behavior. C. Random or intense situations. D. Small changes that happen in bundles or are sensitive in nature. E. Disorganized. And F. A confused mass or mixture. Now, the difference between real and perceived chaos can be simply understood. Now, both have to do with the emotion fear. Real chaos is something that is life-threatening, such as an emergency, something that is uncontained and real in our world. Now, this would include natural disasters, floods, 
fires, or even traffic accidents, mass shootings, riots, power outages, pandemics, and national emergencies. These things threaten your life. Perceived chaos, on the other hand, is stressful, but non-life-threatening. These are the things that feel chaotic and cause emotions. These are the things one tends to perceive as disorganized, random, intense, or just too much to handle. So, for example, if we fear that a germ can kill us, and we have underlying health issues and may have symptoms that are high risk, that might be real fear and can create real chaos. Also, an example of real fear could be fear that a natural disaster will destroy our home and a flood, fire, or tornado is near our home. That might also be real fear and can create real chaos. Another example of real fear is if we fear that the stock market will take all of our money and all of our money is indeed gone from our stock portfolio. That might also be real fear and can create real chaos. On the other hand, perceived chaos also has to do with fear. An example of perceived fear is if we fear that a germ can kill us and we're actually feeling quite fine. Perceived fear may also include a fear that a tornado will destroy our home and we still have a home and are living in it and there is no inclement weather to indicate that there is a tornado in sight or any natural disaster for that matter. Perceived fear may include a fear that the stock market will take all of our money and, in reality, we still have money in our stock portfolio. So how do you know if your chaos is real, perceived, or both? Well, I like to check in with the ACE method, A-C-E, being an acronym. The A standing for awareness, just neutrally noticing what is happening in your world, which is notice without judgment what is actually going on around your world. The C in the ACE method is checking the facts looking at what really is happening in your world. So for example, if I'm afraid I'm going to get the coronavirus and I don't have any symptoms, then that is a fact I would like to check. Some people go so far as to have symptoms and check the facts by getting tested for the coronavirus. Getting information and facts is crucial in determining whether your chaos is real, perceived, or both. The E in the ACE method is to evaluate. Now, if your chaos is actually real, and if your life is indeed threatened, the facts will tell you. So look at the facts, evaluate the facts, and determine whether you'll need to take action to solve the problems. So in terms of the health chaos, the coronavirus, keeping yourself, your family, and others safe from the disease is something that we can do as a universal precaution. As market chaos continues to be volatile in these times, be able to notice and figure out the best options for your finances. Either hire a financial planner, do some additional research, or take advantage of free financial resources that are offered from the people who manage your stock portfolio, if you have one. And a natural disaster chaos. 
Keep your body physically safe as well as your home, your pets, and any loved ones as much as you can without over-worrying. So if it is perceived chaos, then the facts will tell you and you will need to take action to calm your inner chaos. So in terms of a health chaos, if you are fearing that you'll get the coronavirus, but you're feeling well, enjoy being well. Enjoy what's around you. Enjoy your life as you are well. In terms of perceived market chaos, oh no, I'll probably lose all of my money because the stock market is going down. I would say, be grateful for the money that you have and put it in as safe a place as you can. That does not mean a massive sell-off. It means being smart with your money. And this is, again, if you don't know what you're doing with the market, you might want to seek advice from somebody who knows better. Again, perceived chaos for natural disasters. If you fear a natural disaster and you are not under warning, enjoy the home you have. Enjoy where you live. Enjoy the weather you have. Enjoy the people in your lives and your family members. So with real chaos, it involves problem solving in the moment and may involve receiving help from others. And with perceived chaos, it just involves you getting your mindset in the right place and really appreciating what you have instead of fearing that you won't have anything at all. So here's a story about what I've been going through in this past week. Now, when I thought about doing this podcast episode, I thought it would be good to give my listeners a variety of tips and tools to manage real and perceived chaos in our world today. And I had plenty of tips, and I was excited about giving all these tips, tools, and techniques to you. But as I was working with a client this week, I pulled out the book by Louise Hay called Heal Your Body. Now, if you're not familiar with this book, It's more like a reference manual in a tiny book that lists from A to Z various health conditions and their possible unhelpful mental and emotional sources. And it also includes an affirmation to help you shift your mindset toward a more positive and helpful perspective and hopefully provide you with some relief from the illness. So after my session, I was about to put this book back on the shelf when the idea hit me because I was doing this podcast. Let's see what Louise Hay says about influenza or the flu. And when I looked it up in the book, here's what I found. One, a definition of influenza is a possible emotional response to mass negativity and beliefs. She also said it means fear and belief in statistics. And it said, see respiratory ailments. And so I flipped the page to respiratory ailments, which said this could be related to fear of taking in life fully. So I looked at those two and thought, wow, it kind of has become an influenza, what our media is making of this coronavirus, the market chaos, the natural disaster tornado chaos that came out of Tennessee. All of this stuff is spreading like wildfire. And so I went to the affirmations for influenza. And what Louise Hay says to tell yourself is, I am beyond group beliefs of the calendar. I am free from all congestion and influence. And then for respiratory ailments, Louise says to say to yourself, I am safe, 
I love my life. How appropriate, I thought, thinking about the influences that are happening in our world today and in response to the changing times in our world in these three areas, the coronavirus, the stock market fluctuations, and a natural disaster in the United States. And then when I got home that day, I noticed that so many people on my social media accounts were describing how they were dealing with the coronavirus. Some people had Facebook live meetings, telling people to do meditations. Others were having virtual or in-person talks about astronomy and the stars and what to do in the future. And still others were posting memes or lists or pictures about what they were doing to handle the coronavirus. Some therapists in my building were also offering hand sanitizing stations and bulletins offering safety tips to help their clients. And then a few kids in our building flooded our bathroom sink and floor with an enormous amount of soap and water that they were using to wash their hands. Unbelievable. And I noticed my panic rise as I looked at these social media posts and looked at what people were doing in my world around me. And then I thought, there has to be a better way to cope with all of this. So I decided to look up the meaning of influenza through Wikipedia. And it turns out that influenza is an Italian word. Influenza, right? And it means influence or illness due to unfavorable influences. Unfavorable, meaning not helpful, and influences, meaning the power to affect somebody or something. So, in summary, influenza is the power to affect somebody or something in an unhelpful way. After that, I started to rethink my current podcast, and also the way I offer listeners information, not just the amount, not just the complexity, but I consider the possibility that I could actually be a part of this problem by offering all kinds of solutions, a variety of tips, tools, and techniques in this podcast, I could actually be part of the problem. I may be no different than any of those other well-meaning people on social media who are offering things to help. And I could be part of the problem of overwhelmed and increased chaos just by offering so many options to calm the chaos. What a mind-blowing experience that was. So I am no different than those who say, buy toilet paper, we'll run out soon. Or make your own masks or hand sanitizer. Or don't touch your face, or instead of handshaking, do ankle bopping or elbow bumping, or sell your stock now before it's too late and everything crashes, or you better move to a place that never gets hurricanes. Well, don't come out to Washington because we have the most deaths due to the coronavirus. And so, In the spirit of spreading helpful information without causing chaos or overwhelm, I'd like to let you know that I'm going to be modifying the way I do the Calming the Chaos podcast. I'm going to be offering my listeners just one thing in each podcast that they can do to calm the chaos of their minds in the spirit of not overwhelming you, but still being helpful. Now, in terms of these three chaotic events that could be real or perceived in your life, here's what I'd suggest. One Thing. Shift 
your mind toward what is good, truthful, and helpful for you. So an example of this might include being mindful of unhelpful influences, such as the news, knowing when your threshold of anxiety or panic is being reached, and turning your mind away from it, refusing unhelpful suggestions that cause paranoia, such as you need to fear this or you need to do that, taking in any positive suggestions that are encouraging, such as I'll do what I can when I can and have the faith that things will work out well for me and my loved ones. Also, keep in mind that you might want to keep the law in shifting your mind toward what is good, truthful, and helpful for you. I know that in my hometown, Olympia, there were these people or persons who stole all of these face masks from one of our local hospitals, and now people are on the lookout for them to arrest them. Another example of how you might shift your mind toward what is good, truthful, and helpful is by appreciating your surroundings, including the people, places, and animals you love, and in your life, the things that you enjoy doing, or connecting with affirming people, friends, and family members. Shift your mind toward what is good, truthful, and helpful for you. So in conclusion, in the midst of chaos, it is always good to take in the facts and shift your mind toward what is good, truthful, and helpful to you. I wish you the best. Take care. And thank you for listening to Calming the Chaos. Thank you for listening to Calming the Chaos. If the information in today's podcast has been helpful, please consider subscribing and share it with your friends. You can find the Calming the Chaos podcast at calmingthechaos.libsyn.com which is the main website for the podcast. From this website, you can click on a variety of social media outlets to follow Calming the Chaos. You'll also find links to the podcast on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. You can also access Calming the Chaos through my website at www.lokahicounseling.com and click on the podcast page and you'll see buttons with links on how to find this podcast as well as a link to my CD called On This Day. This CD has a set of nine practices that are all under 10 minutes long that you can listen to throughout each day to help you learn the practice of mindfulness. So check it out. There's a link to the CD which is available on Amazon and also to digital copies of each track which are available on Spotify and Apple Music. Again, thank you for listening to Calming the Chaos. I look forward to sharing my next podcast episode with you. In the meantime, take care.